Well, football fans, the Big D is back as we are going dino drafting. Yes, we are dynasty drafting on the Big D podcast. Before I bring in uh, today's guest, please subscribe, like, and share the Swanky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where, uh, you know, everybody's drafting now, whether it be best ball, dynasty, or uh, maybe some uh, rookie leagues. Also, check out the uh, Big D podcast for audio, audio listens, Spotify, and Apple. So, uh, patrolling the Dynasty world with me today uh, from Racine, Wisconsin, which sounds like it's in the middle of Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bear Country. Uh, uh, Dynasty Patrol himself, Tony, Tony joined me. So, t- Tony, uh, you ready to dino draft with me? I am. Thanks for having me on, Big D. Pick this thing up. Yeah, I mean, can't believe we're talking dynasty drafts, and we're not even what, and we're what, two months from the NFL draft in Detroit. That's how it goes. It never stops. Yeah, I'm like everybody want everybody wants to draft the next great quarterback, whether he's Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, or Trevor Lawrence, right? Yep. Although I don't, I don't know, I'm not really sold on Trevor Lawrence at this point. <laughs> Oh come on! You just you just saying that because you know I'm a Jack fan. I, I don't think Trevor's problem this year was uh, was one a the interior of Jackson's offensive line couldn't protect the nosebleed, and b I think Trevor was playing with 27 injuries by the end of the year. True enough, he was. I mean, like, are we are we going to downgrade? The quarterback just based on you know he dealt with injuries and oh yeah his own line. Hit the tank. That sounds like what happened with Lamar Jackson every year, and then he wins the MVP. Exactly. Lamar was MVP. And then stunk it up in the playoffs, but that's a story for another day. That's what the Ravens do. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, dynasty drafts, we look at quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, tight ends. So where do you see the 2024 class as a as a whole from dynasty drafts? Because looking at it, seeing mock drafts, I'll tell you, this is one of the best offensive drafts I can remember in a long time. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of this class, especially for super flex leagues because of all the quarterbacks. I think there's three top quarterbacks in this class that are all going to have success in the NFL. And then this is one of the best wide receiver classes ever. Yeah, I mean, whether I mean USC's Caleb Williams, LSU's Jane Daniels, and North Carolina's Drake May could be the first three picks in the draft. We know Caleb Williams is going one on one. I mean, everybody's saying Caleb Williams is the next Andrew Luck, the next Trevor Lawrence, the next Peyton Manning. Jane did Jane Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner, put up video game numbers at LSU, and then Drake May. I don't know if you call him underrated. I mean, he's maybe the most interesting prospect because we don't know exactly what it is. I mean, could Drake May end up being this year's Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, or could That's he? That's what it reminds me of. Drake May reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. For some reason, he's been getting a lot of hate recently on Twitter. But I'm a huge Drake May guy. I am too. I mean, and Drake May six four, six five, but I think he can be. I think he's got a chance of being a really good quarterback. You know, when Justin Herbert played at Oregon, I felt like the Ducks never ran him. Like, 
Justin Herbert felt played in, I would say, too easy of an offense to run. I'm not saying my, Matt Brown's a bad coach because Matt won a nanny, but that was with Vince Young. I think Drake May has got more potential. And I mean, this year at North Carolina, he didn't have Josh Allen's. He didn't have Malik Neighbors. He didn't have uh, Brian Thomas or that guy at, at Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. And it seemed like May made some throws, but didn't necessarily connect out. Was part of it the scheme? Part of it the lack of wide receiver trust there? Well, I mean, he had some great stats, but I agree he didn't really have anyone around him. He didn't have a Brock Bowers. He didn't have a Marvin Harrison Jr. I think his best wide receiver is Devontae Walker, who stunk it up at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and what, especially in college, if you don't have a wide receiver, even Caleb Williams this year was not the Caleb Williams of last year because there wasn't a Jordan Addison over the middle of the field. Uh-huh. That's fair. And then after those three guys, I mean, there are two or three other guys who could be first-rounders. I mean, Michael Penance, we saw what Penance did in the playoff against Texas and Michigan. He's dealt with multiple knee and shoulder operations, so he's not really a dual-threat option, more of a true pocket passer. J.J. McCarthy at Michigan. Chicken. I mean, I don't know what to make of McCarthy because he would make like one or two big throws a game. Now, yes, those throws were big, but he didn't throw the ball 45, 50 times like other guys. And Bo Nix has seemingly played in college for 50 years. Now, I don't know what to make of Nix because while I think Oregon possessed more talent watching, he didn't beat Penix in those head-to-head games. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the quarterbacks after the top three. J.J. McCarthy would be my favorite, but my problem with him was he was pretty inconsistent in college. I'm a University of Michigan alum, so I saw every snap J.J. played in college, and I'm here to tell you he's not that great. He's inconsistent. I don't really see his skill set translating over to the NFL too well. Same with Knicks and Penix. I think Penix probably has the best shot, even though McCarthy is my favorite of the three. But I don't really see any of those three having success at the next level. Would it would it help, especially Penis, if he went to a a warm weather team or be a dome team? Like I think Michael Penix in Minnesota will look really good with Kevin O'Connor, Justin Jefferson, T.J. Hawkson when he comes off the knee. And they definitely got the weapons. What if, I mean, this Bo Nix, I mean, I feel like Penix has got a little Tua in him. I can see that. No mobility, but straight pocket passer. Kind of like C.J. Stroud light. Uh, does Bo Nix remind you a little of Derek Hall? I mean, maybe. I maybe. can see that. He could, he could maybe make it as, I think he'll be like a career backup, but he could maybe make it as like a bottom 10 of the league passer. Like Derek Carr. Saints fans probably wish that Derek Cole wouldn't have been playing all year because maybe the Saints would have won the exactly. NFC South. Exactly. And then, and then McCarthy, I mean, I think McCarthy's going to be interested to see what happens in Indianapolis because throwing the non-Michigan players 
because Michigan might as well this might as well be the Michigan combine because I think every other because Rich Eisen is going to commentate on every other player being a Michigan Wolverine. Damn right, go blue, <laughs> go big blue, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we all remember 2021 when uh, the Falcons took Kyle Pitts at four and. I would say Pitt's been a little disappointed. This year's tight end prospect is um, Georgia's Brock Bowers, and I've heard a wide range of spots for him. I mean, early as five with the Chargers, and maybe going uh, somewhere in the late teens, early twenty. Uh, Cincinnati at uh, eighteen. Uh, how do you view Brock Bowers as a prospect? So I'm a huge Brock Bowers fan. I think he's the best tight end prospect to come out since Kyle Pitts. And, I mean, Kyle Pitts had 1,000 yards his rookie season, and I think a lot of his lack of success was due to Arthur Smith being there, not utilizing him property, properly, giving the ball to free. Uh, what's the other tight end's name over there who I'm not remembering? Jonu Smith. Yeah, giving the ball to Jonu Smith over freaking Kyle Pitts. Like, come on. So I think a lot of that was Arthur Smith's terrible scheme fit. And then I think Kyle Pitts can be an elite tight end in the league. And I think Brock Bowers, if he lands in the right situation, will be an elite tight end in the league as well. I wouldn't mind seeing my beloved Denver Broncos take him at 12. Yeah, especially because you know Sean Payton loves tight ends. I mean, he made yeah. Jimmy Graham a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like Bowers and Pitts are different players because Pitts was always to me more of a big wide receiver. Bowers feels more like a true tight end. I mean, he's 6'4, 6'5, 240, runs four, I think four. I don't know what Bowers are running any, but I think it'll be. But I think he'll be fast, and to be honest, I think he's more of a he's more of a true block in time. Not saying he's George Kittle, but I think I think Ballas has got a little more Kittle or a little more Travis Kelsey in him. I mean, Pitts all that Bowers. I can see that Bowers is a huge pass catcher, but he can also block if he needs to. Unlike Kyle Pitts, he doesn't really block. Yeah, you only. And plus, with Georgia, both Georgia runs some runs more. I mean, maybe not now, but Georgia runs some more. So Ballas can block, and I think I personally would be comfortable if I'm the Chargers taking Ballas at five. I mean, I know LA wants to get more draft picks, but I think I'd get Ballas five and say Justin Herbert. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's first pick <laughs> would be a tight end, right? Yep, I can see that. They, they haven't had a good tight end since Antonio Gates over there, so they could definitely use him. You know what would be an interesting landing spot for Brock Bowers? And I think it'd be unfair for everybody. How about the Cincinnati Bengals at 18? That would definitely be unfair for everybody. Jamar, I hear they're going to franchise tag T. Higgins. They got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Brock Bowers. Who do you cover? I'll tell you how, I'll tell you what I do. I play nine defensive backs and tell them, and, and basically, they're Cincinnati the run. Exactly. I, I think they're letting Joe Mixon go, so it'll be interesting to see if they draft a running back or what. So, I mean, we were, I was just mentioning how maybe the Bengals would be better, would be intrigued taking um, 
running back late in the draft, especially a peep, uh, third down back because Chase Brown could be the inside back. Yeah, I can see that. I can see them taking the third down back similar to uh, the Clemson guy, Will Shipley. Nice little third down back, good pass catcher. Although, to be honest, this is one of the worst running back drafts I've ever seen. It is a pretty rough running back draft. There's a couple guys I like, but I don't think any of them will get drafted before maybe the third round in the actual NFL draft. I mean, to be honest with you, the guy who intrigues me the most is uh, Allen from Wisconsin, only because he's 20. But but there's no B. John Robinson. There's no superstar can't-miss running back in this There's draft. definitely not. I'm a huge Blake Corum fan, being a Michigan alum, watching Corum run for 20-plus touchdowns this year. I'm a huge Blake Corum guy. But outside of that, I, li I like Bucky Irving a little bit. But uh, outside of those two guys, this running back class is uh, pretty desolate. I, I don't think a run. I would not surprise me a running back isn't picked until the middle, late second round. Yep, like I said, I think it might even be third round. <laughs> I bet you Mel Kotko would enjoy that. Yes, he would. And then wide receiver wise, this is this is stacked. I mean, there wasn't a wide receiver picked until uh, Jackson Smith and Jigma at, uh, where was he, 19 or 20 last year? Yeah, and something like that. There might be five or six picked this year. I mean, by 19. I mean, you've got Marvin Harrison Jr., might have heard of him, Malik Neighbors, Roma Duze, Roma Duze, Brian Thomas, Troy Franklin, Keon Coleman. That's a lot of guys, and you and you didn't even mention Xavier Worthy or Donnie Mitchell, projected first round picks. This is this is stick. This is stupid. It's wild. A lot of wide receivers. I mean, I'm trying to think. Do you remember a time when three wide receivers went in the? How often have what three wide receivers gone in the top ten? Because I think Harrison. Neighbors and Aduce could all be top 10 picks. I think they could all be top 10 too. And I think it's a while since we've seen three like that. It's usually two. Like uh, the Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Green class, it was those two. And then you had um, with Sammy Watkins and Mike Evans went early. But again, it was only two. It was the two of them, not three. Yeah, I mean, this is just a crazy draft with wide receivers run back running backs and all kinds so i mean in terms of wide receivers we know harrison's great but uh you and i have gone back and forth why do you like malik neighbors over room over room so i'm not going to go so far as to say i like malik neighbors over marvin harrison jr because that's insane but I like him a lot better than Rome because I think if you look at his stats, he actually outperformed Marvin Harrison Jr. this year. Malik Neighbors did. And, I mean, his stats is off the charts. And I just – I don't see a flaw in his game. When I watch Malik Neighbors' tape, I don't see a flaw. I watch Rome Dunze and I see, like, a Cortland Sutton. I see a guy I like, maybe a Keenan Allen. But when I watch Malik Neighbors, I see something special, like top five in the league special. 
I don't know. I mean, I think Malik, I think Malik Neighbors reminds me a lot of Chris Olave a few years ago. Okay. Years ago. I mean, of course, maybe Chris Olave. feel like Chris Olave could be the next Terry McLaurin. Great wide receiver just playing with crappy quarterbacks. And it's nothing, it's nothing about being a wide receiver at the Ohio State, but you always get the crappy quarterbacks, right? Yep, true. Well, I think I'll always think of Duse as steady guy. I mean, it seemed like every that fourth and uh, one play in the Apple Cup, everybody in the stadium knew who was getting the ball and was number one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Duse has got all kinds of potential. I mean, everybody likes neighbors more and more now. We'll see which guy tests better at the combine, but. I think both. I think all three of these wide receivers will be top eight, nine picks because look at the teams in the draft. I mean, New England at three may or may not take a wide receiver, but Arizona at four probably taking a wide receiver, and then Giants at six, Tennessee at seven, maybe even the Chargers five. Yeah, I've heard the Chargers may take a do say if they stay there. Uh huh. And then the Bears at nine. Need a wide receiver for their new quarterback. And then, the well, the Jets at 10. I mean, probably need a wide receiver, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't get any younger, so probably got line there. Uh-huh. Uh, team-wise, who would be uh, – team-wise, what would be the best dynasty landing spot for – Caleb Williams. Anywhere. I think Caleb Williams is draft proof. I think he's scheme proof. I think he's so special that anywhere he goes, he'll be amazing. Um, with the Washington Commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator, that was Caleb's quarterback coach at USC last year, and I could really see them trying to move up one spot with the Bears. The Bears getting Drake May and the Washington Commanders getting Caleb Williams to work with Kingsbury again. That'd probably be my ideal fit for him, but I think if Chicago drafts him, I think he'll be fine too. I tell you, I don't want Caleb Williams in Chicago because guess how many uh, four thousand yard pack uh, passers the Bears have? One, Caleb Williams, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's and that's with or without trading Justin Fields, right? Well, I assume they will trade if they draft Caleb Williams. They'll trade Justin Fields. There's no way they keep both of them. Uh, I really like the Washington fit too. Plus, I mean, Washington's got some good, good offensive pieces with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, the running backs, plus all that nice cap space. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel like Washington is a quarterback away from success on offense. I think Washington's a quarterback away from winning the NFC East. I can see that. Because I think Philly and Dallas could be pampered misfits this year. Uh-huh. Uh, what about uh, Jaden Daniels? Uh, I like him a lot. Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels. I think, here's the thing. With his mobility, I think he's the next Anthony Richardson. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think he's got a better arm than people give him credit for. But he's got amazing legs. And for fantasy purposes at least, 
I think he's a golden prospect because even if he's not that good in the NFL, his rushing stats will produce numbers for fantasy. So I love him as a fantasy quarterback. I, I really like Jaden Daniels in New England because he can be that RPO run pass quarterback. I mean, yeah, the Patriots don't have a lot of offensive personnel outside of Ramondre Stevenson. But Jane Daniels can be that true OPO quarterback. And that's why I think he's going to go. I think New England's going to take him at three. Unless somebody moves up. I mean, unless somebody moves up for I mean, maybe New England drops back because, you know, the Patriots drop, move back. Yep. And I know Atlanta would love to have Jane Daniels if they don't get Russell Wilson. Oh, boy. Jane Daniels in that, on that old official turf? I know. With those weapons, whoo. What about Drake May? Uh, well, we talked about May already. I'm a huge Drake May guy. Love him. I think he's the next Josh Allen. Huge fan. Big body quarterback that can move a little bit. I watch his tape and I see all the good throws. I'm a big Drake May guy. Like I said, Josh Allen. What team would be great and would look good drafting May? Like I said, I think it'll be the Bears. I think the Commanders will trade up to one to get Caleb Williams to pair with Kingsbury, and then I think the Bears will take May and trade fields. I'd love to see Drake May in Atlanta, but it's not going to happen. No, they trade up to two. I don't think he's – I don't really want to see Drake May in Chicago because that's where quarterbacks go to – yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right, so uh, now it's time to a uh, Dino draft. So uh, you have given you have uh, kindly given me the uh, first pick. It's a two round. It's a two round, twelve team, half point tight end premium super flex draft. And uh, let me see if I uh, at one hundred one. I will. Uh, yes, I'm not. I'm crazy, but I'll take care of Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams it is. You're not crazy. I expected that to be the 1-1. One, one. To me, the question comes in at 1-2. And the question to me is, is it Drake May or is it Marvin Harrison Jr.? And for the purposes of this mock draft, I'm going to go with Drake May. It's a super flex league. I'm going to stay quarterback. I know May's been getting a lot of hate on Twitter lately, but I watch his tape and I don't see nothing not to like there. Like I said, Josh Allen Jr. for me, give me Drake May at 2. I must I must have remembered the rules of the draft because I'm going to take Jaden Daniels at 103. Jaden Daniels at 103, solid pick. I like it. I like it. 104. I want Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why he he might be, he might be better than his old man. Exactly. Special. And then uh, 105, I mean, if this were a non-tight end premium draft, it would be Malik Neighbors, but uh, I will take Brock Bowers. Okay, Brock Bowers at 1-5, interesting. I want uh, I want Malik Neighbors at 1-6. Uh, that gives okay. me Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors. I'm liking this. Oh, well, I've got to get a wide receiver somehow at 107, so I'll take uh, the Husky, Roma Duse. Roma Duse at 17, solid pick. 1-8, I'll take uh, Brian Thomas Jr. What's with you drafting all the wide receivers? Hey, man, that's just how the draft is falling. I love Brian Thomas Jr. 
to me, he's easily the best after Rome. I will take um, Troy Franklin from Oregon. I feel like Franklin could be underrated in this draft. I like Franklin, and you're always a fan of Oregon Ducks. <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> All right, so what pick are we on? Nine or eight? 110. 110. Okay, I got you. All right, 110. You just took Franklin. Uh, I don't know that I'll have that much success in the league, but he's been generating a lot of buzz lately, so give me J.J. McCarthy at 110. Ooh. I'm He's been generating so much buzz lately. It's a super flex draft. Give me McCarthy at 110. Well, that makes it easy for me. I'll go... Uh... Tallahassee and get me a Keon Coleman. Keon Coleman, all right. 112, last pick of the first round. I'll go for Xavier Worthy. Now the fun part. Exactly. Now we uh, get your picks. So you're up for 2 1. Uh, you went to Austin. I'll go to Austin again for uh, Donnie Mitchell. Donnie Mitchell, solid pick. All right, with 2 2, I'm going to take the first running back off the board here. Give me Blake Corum running back again. I should have known you were going to pull a Jim Hallbo and take at least one Michigan Wolverine. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I feel like early second. I feel like it's time for a running back. Um I will take one of my favorite players in the draft, Lan McConkey, who Land everybody McConkey. I think everybody will compare the Cooper Cup. Yep, that's that's the comparison I've heard. All right, so let's see. 2-4. Who do I want at 2-4? Um, I think I'm going to go with another running back. Give me Bucky Irving out of Oregon. Hmm. I, I feel like Bucky I mean, maybe the Oregon Ducks will just all be underrated this year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Bucky Irving. Like I said, I watched his tape. There's not really any flaws in his game. He can pass, protect well, which I mean, which I think will mean he sees the field early. And I'm a big Bucky Irving fan, so yep. Well, I'm going Pac-12 quarterback, but I'm debating which one to use. I mean, because it's the super flex, I'm going. Even though I've got Penix ranked in front of Knicks, I think Knicks' rushing upside puts him ahead of Penix right now. Okay, so you taking take Knicks? Uh, Bo Nix. Okay. I'll take Michael Penix. And I guarantee you would have taken – I mean, I guarantee you would have taken Bo Nix if I took Penix. Uh, no, I'm actually not a big Bo Nix guy. I would not have touched Bo Nix, but I like Penix okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, 
You've drafted running backs. It's about time I draft a running back. Uh, I can't believe he's still on the board. Uh, Braylon Allen, running back, Wisconsin. Give me running back you. Is he still on the board because he runs like A.J. Dillon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Um, What pick are we on? I have no idea. Okay, we lost track. All right, that's fine. That'd I think we're either on one, uh, two, seven, and two, uh, two, eight. Something like that. All right, let me think here. Let me think. Do I want another running back? You know, this is kind of a stretch, but I'm going to go Javon Baker out of UCF. I'm a big fan of his. This is early, but I'm a big fan. Give me Javon Baker out of UCF. Um. You know what? I hate to do I hate to do this to you because I know you want him next, but I'm going Ann Alber, Roman Wilson. Damn it, that was my next pick. <laughs> Trust me, I hope to see your Bulver Forts. Yeah, that was my next pick. All right. Oh, <laughs> let me think here. <laughs> hmm. Do I want another running back? And if so, which ones? We've pretty much cleaned out the quarterbacks. Wide receiver, who else do I like? Oh, no, too early. Um, hmm. Yeah, give me Audric ECM running back from Notre Dame. Oh, dang it. That's who I was going to take next. Hmm. Yeah, solid running back. I'm a big fan. Big guy. Good tape. Uh, uh, I will take Des Walker, one running back from North Carolina. I feel like Des has got more to, all, to offer in the NFL. He's a wide receiver. I know. I, I said wide receiver. You said running back. I thought I said wide receiver. Running back, brother. Oh, shoot. I meant wide receiver. Oh, good. <laughs> Does Walker interesting pick? He's all right. Oh, let me think. Are we on the last pick, or do we still got two more? Well, uh, last pick, and then and then I've got an idea for the next round. For the Ooh, next. Okay, this is the last pick. All right, let me think here. Last pick. Who do I want with the last pick? Mister Irrelevant. Who's it gonna be? Let me think. Oh, give me Malachi Corley with the last pick. And then for actually for this round, for these two picks here, draft on upside. So um, here I will go. Hmm, I'm debating one of two guys. You're saying draft on upside alone? Don't worry about floor? Yes. I'm debating one of two guys. Can you guess who one? Can you guess who both of them? One of them running back. One of them's a wide receiver. Hmm. And upside alone, not worried about floor. Oh, well, I already took. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure who you're thinking on. Uh, I'm thinking either Jalen McMillan from Washington or John Brooks from Texas. Okay, I can see either one of those. 
I know Brooks has got the ACL, but guys, I don't, I don't want to ruin it because one of those guys I really like, and the other one I'm kind of so so on. So I don't want to ruin it because I don't want to ruin your pick, and you take the guy I want. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll take John and Brooks from Texas. Damn it! <laughs> that would be the, that would be the player I wanted. So uh, it's okay if we're looking upside alone and not looking at floor at all. Give me Ray Davis, running back. Uh, trying to think. Uh, from Kentucky, right? Yes, sir. If I had another pick, it would have been Ricky Pearsall because I think Ricky Pearsall could absolutely jump out of the rafters. Yeah, wide receiver from Florida. He he did pretty well at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and, and maybe because Florida didn't have – Anthony Richardson under center this year. Pearsall could be one of those guys. Look back and think, you get this guy second, third round? Hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, just thinking, what would be, you know, I mean, we know T. Higgins, the Bengals will probably franchise T. Higgins. Uh-huh. But from a dynasty perspective, what would be a great landing spot from him? Oh, for T. Higgins, if they don't franchise him? Yes. I'd love to see him in Carolina give an actual wide receiver for Bryce Young. Yeah. <laughs> see what Bryce Young could do with a legit wide receiver? Unfortunately, I don't, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Colts will let Michael Pittman Jr. leave. Leave. I think Bryce Young's going to end up with a bunch of pampered misfits again. Hopefully not. They'll draft somebody at the very least. They, they need to draft like eight wide receivers. Yeah, I think they don't have a first-round pick, though, because they traded to the Bears for to get Bryce Young last year. So I'm pretty sure they, they have the first pick in the second round. They could easily use that on a wide receiver. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind to see T. Higgins and Jackson. I know it's not going to happen, but T. Higgins and Jackson could be home run haven. That could, revive, that could revive Trevor Lawrence a bit. Because guess who played together in college? Trevor, T. Higgins, and Travis Etienne. They could recreate. Oh, you're right. Rebuilding the Clemson dynasty. You're right. We beat the Clemson Jackals already what the London Jackals. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, we might as well be Clemson, too. Yep. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So we took Marvin Harrison as the first non-quarterback off the board in our draft. Overall in Dynasty, how many wide receivers are you taking over Marvin Harrison right now? Two. Just Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase? Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm throwing CeeDee Lamb in there as well. I can't believe we're calling a rookie wide receiver top three or four dynasty wide receiver. We already are. That's how freaking good he is. That's that's where we're pegging him already. Is Marvin Harrison Jr. potentially a can't bust player? Like, there have been three or four wide receivers I knew who didn't have a chance of busting. One was Calvin Johnson. One was Julio. One was Jamal Chase. I feel like Harrison's the fourth. I agree. I put him in that same. I put him in that same kind of argument. 
and that he's bust proof no matter where he goes, no matter what quarterback he's tied to, he's going to be an elite or receiver in the league right away. Yeah, I'd put him in there. I bet you Colin Murray hopes he goes there at four. Arizona takes him at four. I mean, and that's actually what I think is going to happen. I think the top three picks are going to be all quarterback. The top three teams right now are all quarterback needy teams, and there are three elite quarterbacks in this draft. So I think quarterbacks go one, two, and three, and then I think the Cardinals take Marvin Harrison Jr. for Kyler at four. Hey, I mean, last year the Cardinals took another Buckeye. Yeah. Uh, I, I know this. Your Bron- I mean, I think your Broncos will look really good taking a – one of these guys. I mean, I have no idea what the Broncos do at. Uh, you have at twelve, right? Yep, twelve. I could see us taking JJ McCarthy at twelve. Honestly, I almost. Uh, I've got to think somebody's going to move. Whether it be Atlanta or somebody move up in that eighth spot, I think that might be. I think that might be Bo Nix. You think the Broncos take Bo Nix? Yeah. I could see it. I definitely think we take a quarterback. I'd prefer J.J., but we'll see. But like I said earlier, I don't really see any of the those three quarterbacks, McCarthy, Nix, or Penix, having that much success in the league. But I, if I was to pick one of them, it would be J.J. So I, and my Broncos obviously need a quarterback. I know this. I'd rather be in Denver. I'd rather be in Denver than New Orleans right now because you've got a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. But Dennis Allen might be the worst coach in the league. Ah, yeah, I can see that. Now that Arthur Smith is now Pittsburgh's OC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Dennis Allen's a joke. And yet the Saints keep him. For whatever reason. I mean, the Saints are, what, $90 million over the cap every year, and yet they keep the same coach. It's like, it's like, I mean, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick were basically fired. Uh-huh. Mike Vrabel fired, and Dennis Allen. Oh, we want Dennis Allen as our coach. Yep, very odd. In a div- yeah, in a division where Baker Mayfield won the division mm. by beating the Carolina Panthers nine to nothing. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yep. And I think you and I think you Broncos play the Saints this year. I don't know if it's in the dome. I can't remember. I think we do. I can't remember if it's in New Orleans or uh, home, though. I can't remember. That'd be. A, I don't know if that'd be a happy homecoming or a happy homecoming. <laughs> yeah, for Sean Payton. Yeah. All right, Tony. Thanks for hopping on, and uh, hopefully uh, these dynasty drafts can create all kinds of headlines. Of course. Thanks for having me on, Big D. It was fun drafting with you. <laughs>